Here we are again on Catfish Best Source. Of course, we're live for the second time ever here, so we're going to find out how good we really are. We're going to do something a little special. We're going to actually call this one a beer cast because we're joined once again by Jeremy from Half Brothers and some other special guests. But onward and upward... Welcome to another edition of Catfish Best Source. I'm your host, Brad Durek. This time joined by producer Dale, as always, and producer Katie from season two. We're going to turn to her in just a minute because I'm trying to push buttons. (laughs) She's all ready for the beer cast part. Season three sponsors, as always, presented by... Half Brothers Brewing, Thunder Rays Auto Repair, Brothers Firearms, Musk Ox, Snowblowers, and Chiller Bait Tanks. couple reminders before we get rolling. Sign up for the Catfish Capital Challenge in Drayton, August 11th and 12th. You can do that online, catfishdrayton.com. Also, the Moorhead Catfish Tournament on July 8th. You can sign up for that one at i29classic.com. So here we are. I'm going to turn all these microphones up. Katie's just chomping at the bit here. Welcome back, producer I am. Katie. Oh, light. I just realized that. I looked at him dark. Dale's hitting the light, beating the crap out of it. Take the stick and just poke it. All right, we'll come back to yep. her. Hi. John Falk joins us again from our last cast. Good morning, everybody. Let's go. And as I mentioned earlier, the famous, the one and only Jeremy from Half Brothers Brewing. Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far in the world, but... You're awful dark, too, on the screen. I am. I am. It happens, it looks like. You know, you guys should see Dale here trying to beat the hell out of this light. <laughs> Somebody get him a bigger... It's a, actually a finger on a stick. He's just poking at it. This guy is... Oh, my God. Anyway, um, this is going to be a whole interesting catfish best source because it's full of fun and frivolity. Uh, probably debauchery will make no sense, and we're going to take it where it goes. But first things first, if we're going to sample a half-brother's beverage, Miss Katie, get the ID out because we don't believe you. No. no. <laughs> okay. Okay, we believe you. I know. Oh, ID. Is that what you said? ID. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's in the back. Yeah. We checked not it before. It. Yeah, you did. You did check it. There, you're looking good with a half-brother's. Promise I'm over 21. So, I know because we were here last year. What you do we all got? know me. We're on out in the hallway. Oh. <laughs> Some girl just came up and went like this in the window. They both had it on. Oh, nice. Yeah. Heck yeah. I have Shout a, out. Thanks for watching. I have a fan. Yeah. Dale Brad Derek fan Dale, club. Dale comments. No glitches, I promise. They're probably thinking, why is that guy hitting that light? I, I already broke a promise. Yeah. Uh, if it's not microphones, it's lights. Yeah. All right. I'd rather take the lights than the microphones. Let's clear off the table here. Bef- well, a minute here. I brought in some more super clean stuff. They were our sponsor Come on. here earlier for our giveaways. We have all different varieties in studio today. We have the regular, original, super clean. We have the all-wheel cleaner. Uh, so a couple years ago, or when I talk about Thunder Ray on this show, I talk about breaking the bearing and... Thunder Ray helping me get my bearings back situated. While well, the grease sprayed all over the wheel, it was that wheel cleaner that got all the grease off. The aerosol variety, I really like this one for countertops. And Mr. John Falk will turn around with the floor absorbent. Turn it around and face it to my camera. Oh, there we go. So we just want to thank the good people at Super Clean for sponsoring us this year. Another thing, which you're going to notice 
in the next two shows is this is a normally a recorded show because I am clean shaven now with a nice haircut. And in the next two shows, I'm going to look like uh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe not quite this guy. <laughs> so anyway, um, like we said, we're going to have a beer cast. So Miss Katie, what would you... Like from Half Brothers Brewing. For oh, definitely. I've always wanted to try the Nodak 23 one. I see that. Nodak 23. Uh, yeah. yeah I so Jeremy's going to explain some of the differences in these beers and what they are because that's why we're doing a beer cast today. Well, what I, I've actually brought you a bunch of different things today. A um, couple things were requested, but the rest of it is all of some of our newer stuff. Um, but yeah, we'll get into that when we get to that point. Uh, our Nodak 23 is a Vienna-style lager. So that means it's going to be nice and crisp, nice and clean. Um, it's going to be a little bit of a caramelness to it. Nothing super crazy. But super crushable, super easy to drink. Let's see, look, I got prepared this Yeah, thing. I just got a photo, actually. Somebody who's watching the show is at Half Brothers right now. At ha- eating awesome. Pizza. Cool. Great. Yeah. Nice. So thanks for cool. tuning in, Jeff Carl. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, we wouldn't be in this where we're at in this world if it wasn't for everyone that comes in to the brewery. Uh, North Third Street, 17 North Third Street is our location. Um, directly downtown. Uh, neat little place. If you haven't been there, please, please, please go visit it. You will have a good time there. My beer tenders are amazing. My my kitchen staff is amazing. Well, and they just produce... You want that little yeah. guy? That, no, can we... Okay. Sorry. So uh, we, we, need, yeah. we said this last time. John is not a big beer guy, although he does love pink fluffy he unicorns. Did, oh, yeah. I did get a it's request so to bring you beer. It's so I'm going to die. It's, it is. I, I went and bought so, pink fluffy Every unicorn. time you take a drink tonight of one of these, I want you to say that. It's so fluffy, I'm uh, going to die. Yeah. Okay. Just because it's going to be I could fun. do it when I gargle, too. It'll be great. <laughs> Challenge so this beer is a Vienna style lager. Uh, so Katie's new to beer drinking, and we're gonna get some oh, odd. Thanks. No, that's fine. That's fine. There's a beer for everyone out there, and you're gonna taste things that you're not gonna like, and I it's don't. okay to say no. I don't like that. But for me, many, many, many years ago, it took one beer for me to take a drink of to go, oh my god, that's delicious, and the floodgates opened up. And as a person has been in the selling beer for 15 plus years. There is beers I do not like. There are styles I do not like, and that's perfectly fine. So what the point of this is is finding a beer that you're going to be able to drink, not, hey, give me what you drink. No, this isn't my adventure. This is yours, you know? So like I said, there's going to be stuff in here that you're probably going to like, and there's going to be stuff that you're going to be like, I don't ever want to taste that again. And that's perfectly okay. The fact is you try it. And that's what matters. Going back to the commercial, Half Brothers Brewing was a sponsor last year when producer Katie was here. And I was learning that. Exactly what you just mm-hmm. said. I was learning that. And, you know, we would try some after the show. And I said to her exactly what you said. Eventually, you're going to find what you want. Now, mm-hmm. turns out I like just about all of it. But the pickle beer. And I'm the only person in the city that doesn't. <laughs> no, nope. you're not. I am not the biggest fan of pickles in the world. So there you Unfortunately. Now, my wife, on the other hand, loves the pickle beer. And we have lots of family in the back in Bismarck that absolutely loves the pickle beer. But for me... My wife loves no. it. My friends love it. I don't. Like camping, well, you might have had too much fun the night before. You put about half half can of uh, uh, beer in a cup, the other half tomato juice, and that's a good way to start your morning. It fixes you. Oh, I bet. All right. Katie? 
Here you go. What? Oh. Yes or no? The re- Okay, I just I brushed my teeth before I came here, so I think it's like Idiot. toothpaste. No, no. Idiot. <laughs> That's why it's why gross. Would you but do that? I know. It's all right. It's all so right. Like, so what do you? Okay, now tell me what do you like and what don't you like about it? Uh, it just tastes like I don't like beer. Beer. That's fine. I'm like more of like a white claw person, but you know, at least I tried it. I see they have seltzers downtown on Seventeen yes. North Third. Five different flavors. Yeah. Dale, how about you? Where are yeah. you? Do you got a camera, Dale? Or are you just yeah, kind of sitting I'm, I'm in the right room? Next to, uh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> next to John. What's up? And this, this chair only goes up this high. So <laughs> this, of all the chairs, we got the, like five of these chairs. In I don't need early. to show yeah. me taking a drink of this because I've had it twice this season. Dale, what do you say? So this is a Nodak then, right? This is Nodak yes, 23. Nodak 23. Yeah, Nodak I think I, I, I think I tried this for the first time a couple weeks ago. And up until that, that point, uh, the classic was my favorite. Yep. But this one... Goes down just a little bit smoother yeah. than the classic, so I think this is my my new favorite Half Brothers beer. Well, and that's what's fun about that is that the color scares people because people go, "I don't like dark beer." Well, that's really not dark. Color means nothing when it comes to beer. Color is produced by your grain build. Um, so when people see that, they they get really turned off by the the darkness of it, and it's not that bad. It's it's but once you taste it. Uh, it changes your perspective um, when it comes to beers. Because beers is more about style than color. You know, a lot of people pick their beer off their color. Well, I can pour you this pail that I brought with us versus this Vienna lager. And you're, this is the pail I brought. It's super hoppy, super bitter. But the color on this turns people away, so they go for that light one first. And it's 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 fun to watch people when they taste it and they go, wow, that's that's actually good. And, yeah. so, and do you have some like lighter beers too that are a little bit more look taste a bit more hoppier than what they may indicate? Um, uh, we do. We like we are we're, we joke about making beer that tastes like beer again. You know, uh, you guys did the brown ale already from us, I guess, on your last show, which you will talk about in the future. Not today. Oh, the future show. Yeah, we yeah. already did that one, I think. Oh, well, perfect then. Um, like, our wedding wheat is a wheat-style beer. Um, super easy to drink. It does have a little more flavor to it. Um, Abano Buffalo is uh, kind of pretty much our classic that's been soaked on coffee beans. So, as you have the classic before, nice, crisp, nice and clean. More of a, our version of, like, a domestic-style beer. But it does have a coffee bite to the backside of it. Um, so, these are all beers that are, are easier. We also have our Lumberjack Snack, which is a red-style uh, a little more of a caramel flavor, a little bit more of a heavier mouthfeel than you're going to get out of this Nodak. Um, so we we try to make beer that for everyone that excuse me, everyone that comes in can enjoy a beer. Um, you know, depending on where your level of what beers you want to drink. You know, so it, it's it's fun in that department because we got stuff that's heavily fruited sours. We have stuff that's super fruity and super hazy for IPAs. We have stuff that's um, you know super bitter and crisp and clean. You know, we, we have a coconut porter. We Our flavor spectrum is all over coconut the place. Coconut beer. <laughs> yeah, a coconut porter. So a little bit of a chocolateness to it um, with a nice coconut to it. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, and that's... that pour is completely black in the glass. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's one of those that people see and they go, oh, I don't want that. That's, that's too dark. Well, taste it before yeah. you decide if you like it or not. The I... way that one was described to me when it first came out was it's like an almond joy in a glass. Mm-hmm. And... There's a not win for me because I don't like coconut. <laughs> uh, see, I, <laughs> but you tried it. But I tried yeah, it. See, yeah. that's what it's about today. 
And like, I will never fault anyone in the world as long as you try something and you don't like it. That's cool. You tried it. But when you come in and say, I don't like that, well, have you ever had it? No. Well, <laughs> how do you know? Here. Yeah, right. How do you know you don't like it at that point in time? So I know you've kind of implied it, but I guess just in case people are wondering, I, I think I've done this at Half Brothers. So people could just get a sample before. They, oh yeah, yeah. Most definitely, we want to find you a beer that you're going to enjoy drinking versus something you're going to f- see the cool name. You're going to get it, and you're going to be like, "Wow, I don't like this." I want you to sit back and enjoy your beer. There's no point of choking down a beer when we have this many different flavors. I think I have 21 different beers on tap right now. You know. There's no point in suffering through a beer when you when you come to a bar brewery. This guy knows me well enough when I walk in and there's something new. He just goes and gets the little glass and goes, here, you haven't tried this one yet. You haven't tried it, but you might not. I'm going to pretty sure you're not going to like it. Yeah. But he still tries it. Yeah, and you've hit a home run on a couple of them, too. Mm-hmm. Lumberjack Snack being one of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's just got a great name. Okay, so you pick a new one for <laughs> Miss Katie over here, and I am going to change to a fishing show for a moment. Okay. So, Producer Katie, I understand you went catfishing for the first time last summer, and I would like you to tell the world about it. Yeah, so for years and years, ever since I worked here, we all know that John Roberts catfishes just like you, and he's trying, he's been trying to get me to go catfishing for as long as I can remember. And I finally just said, you know what, I'll do it. We have more. We have a lot we of spectators tonight. Yeah. Yeah, that, traffic. <laughs> yeah, so me and my, I ended up texting him. I said, hey, me and my dad, we will go catfishing because my dad's never been catfishing either. And he always said, oh, okay, I'm going to have you fill this up like half. Oh, you got a class coming. With that one. Too late. Oh, too late. Okay, yeah, you already have good. a cup. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we went last summer. I'm sure you uh, saw the pics on Facebook, and it was I saw you on the river, actually. Yeah, Brad just sped right past us, just flying while we were sitting there waiting for them to bite. I reeled in two of them, by the way. And they look big from the pictures. Mm-hmm. Did you Done. almost get pulled out, or did you almost drop an expensive rod? No, no. I, I had a I had to like hold it like this. So fish coming in this way, that was my tactic. So would you go back again? I would. It was fun. It was relaxing, just chilling, cracking one. So tell me about the river. I mean, a lot of people, especially folks who grew up here, think the river is icky and dirty and nasty, and I'm sure you very much enjoyed the boat ride once you got out there. It was very peaceful, just seeing, like, like obviously I go over the Red River all the time, well, the bridge over on Gateway, and you just don't really, you don't see the nature of it, you know? The right. trees, it was, we saw deer. See any beavers? Yeah, we did. Oh, and turtles. Turtles? Mm-hmm. Turtles. Something. Okay, beer maestro. We're going to interrupt your story. What do we got next? Oh, not maestro. Just a guy that likes to uh, do market research in the world. Uh, Next is Albino Buffalo. This was actually just released in uh, yesterday. Uh, We had something special in the brewery happen. Uh, This was a couple's favorite beer that they got with us and talked to us and asked if we could do it. And we kind of released it on the day that they were getting engaged in the tap room on Sunday. Um, we print out a special menu for them saying about how this is a great beer to enjoy while you're getting engaged, all this, um, which is kind of a really neat experience for someone else. That It was neat for us to be able to put, to change someone's life like that, to be part of it, and revolves around a beer because it was their favorite beer. So that was kind of fun. So this is Albano Buffalo. This is a golden ale, which is going to be along the same lines of what classic is. It's going to be crisp. It's going to be clean, a little bit of a grainy flavor to it. Um, kind of like you get out of a, a nice domestic, but we also then we take this and we soak it on coffee beans. So 
Uh, you will finish with a nice coffee flavor to it. You can smell it. I can smell it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very predominant. As soon as you started pouring it, we yeah. can smell it. Yeah, great smell. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you like coffee and you're looking for something that's not going to be super roasty or bitter, this is the beer that you're going to go for. Um, and like I said, these these are what I like to call transition beers. It gets people out of that domestic market into something that's going to be a uh, little more flavor, more more of a craft beer for All someone right, to try. Buck, Katie. When are we doing it? All right. <laughs> Every time I drink, you're just going to see my face. Yeah, I've never, I actually don't like coffee, but we'll see. You'll, you'll like coffee as you age. <laughs> oh. It has more oh. flavor oh. Oh. <laughs> than the Nodak one for some reason. Yep. Not bad. That's the coffee. It doesn't give me like it. a. No, that's fine. I, don't, I got stuff that will do that for my you. Turn. So we'll well, I have it. not had this one. This is new to me. Oh, yes. For typically not liking a coffee beer, I like this one. It's not overpowering. Nope. It's not like you just drink a cup of coffee. You know, sometimes when people hear Your uh, turn, Dale. names, uh, flavors, they think that that's all they're going to taste. Or they associate it with getting a cup of coffee, you know. Yeah. Now, I know I, I had your, in the past, the... Uh, there was a, a different coffee beer I think you did once before. I don't know if... Uh, the Bully Brew yeah, Bully Brown Brew. Ale. Yeah, that one. This one, I want to say in comparison, is a, a little bit more smoother than that yep. one. It definitely tastes the coffee a little bit. It kind of at first makes me think it's going to taste like a caramel-type little mild mm-hmm. taste of caramel beer. But, uh, yeah, real smooth. I like it. Yeah, super easy to drink. Um, and we do have that in cans in the tap room. But so, oh, sweet. Actually, yeah, yeah. So you can totally come in, get off-sale... Um, I think it's sixteen ninety nine for a four pack of that. Okay, sweet. So yeah, totally five dollars pints, perfectly perfectly good beer. We can sit down and have a couple of them. Uh, lower ABV, so you're not up in that six, seven, eight range. Um, but yeah, so you can sit back and have a few of them and not have to worry about stumbling out the door. Now you mentioned like like transition beers, or and you were talking a little bit earlier about uh, starter beers. And I think coffee. I think. Co- Coffee to start the day. Do you find people uh, doing coffee beer to start their session with, maybe, or they're there earlier in the day? <laughs> um, you know, it's it could. I, I don't see why you wouldn't have a coffee beer in the morning. I mean, depending on what you do for a living, <laughs> you know, they might <laughs> frown upon it a little bit here and there. But, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's I think if you this is more subtle. If you want to have more coffee, that would be our Bully Brew uh, Coffee Brown Ale which would be the brown ale you guys had last week um, with heavily, heavily soaked on coffee. So that's where you get that little bit of a nuttiness and then that super bitter from the coffee behind it, where we try to keep this one a lot more subtle. Yeah, I dig it. Seal of approval. It's All a right. yes from me, by the way. For people that don't like beer, this is, this is fantastic. It's a yes from producer Katie. This one's a yes. Hey, yeah. producer Dale, we should uh, pay some bills. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry to take you out of your chair. It's all good. We got this. <laughs> so while we're on this here quick, it says Series 11 on the can. Series eleven is out now. What is that? That is I don't just have one an of the answer stickers for. On, okay, maybe it's just one of the stickers on there. I'll buy it. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. This was I have not seen this beer yet. This is the first time that I've been introduced to this beer since I've been with the brewery. Um, this is something they've done in the past. I know I've had a lot of people asking me about it um, since I've been there uh, since June. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm not I'm not quite sure. What that maybe means. Chad's watching and can chime in. And I would, can... you know, if he is, I hope he does because. I'm curious myself now. I try to be a little more prepared about things, but that, that that's one I've never seen. So. Should we call the brewery and ask? Oh, I think I they mean, would refer you to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, our manager's not here right now. But here's his email. 
That's uh, almost <laughs> worth the phone call. <laughs> um, no, my uh, my my beer tenders are there right now. Um, they would probably have that answer. Uh, we got a couple of beer tenders that have been around since the brewery opened itself, which I'm very fortunate to have those guys. Bob's one of them was Dallas. The other, yes, sir, both of them. Bob and Dallas. So, well, let's pay a couple bills here for a minute, gentlemen, uh, and Katie. Thank you very much. Thunder Ray. We talked about Thunder Ray. We talk about Thunder Ray every week. Everyone with a car or truck will need a repair at one time or another. May I recommend Thunder Ray's Auto Repair in Grand Forks? Ray's a friend of the show and catfishing, and when he started his own shop, I knew he would do just great. Just drive by. They're always full of cars. The other night he had a good one that one of his guys said the parking lot's full of cars, and he said to the employee, you can only work on one at a time. So anyway, I got a kick out of that, and they roll them through there like crazy. Our family has been taking our vehicles to Ray ever since he opened the shop. They fix all makes and models of vehicles. Besides fixing your car or truck, they can order any tires you need. They can rotate balance wheels. From my own experience, as I already mentioned, they can fix bearings on trailers and whatever else you need. Oil changes, tire changes, brakes, starters, alternators, electrical, or every other thing you can do. Just general upkeep, and they can help you restore your muscle car as well. If you want fast Honest service, think race. Thunder Rays on North Washington and Grand Forks. For more information or to make your appointment, thunderrays.com. Brothers Firearms, right down the hall from Grand Forks' best source in the Grand Cities Mall. They buy, sell, and trade new and use firearms. Brothers has got you covered with anything you need from tons of firearms, silencers, all the way to flamethrowers. And Brothers Firearms is veteran-owned. And yes, if you look behind me, you will see the flamethrowers. Check them out at Brothers Firearms in the Grand Cities Mall, Grand Forks, open Monday through Friday, 11 to 6, Saturdays, noon to 4. Brothers Firearms, protecting America since 2015 at brothersfirearmshop.com. Should we pay the last bill while we're here, Dale? Sure, let's go for it. Chiller bait tanks. Everyone in catfishing knows that fresh bait is a key to better success. Keep your bait fresh and alive longer with chiller bait tanks. Now, I just heard that they're expecting winter kills here in northern bait ponds, so keeping your bait alive and fresh is going to be even more important than ever. Chiller bait tanks are the only fully insulated roto-molded tank on the market, making them the most durable bait tank on the market. What they do is they feature an off-chamber aeration which concentrates on the oxygen in water, focuses the 21% oxygen into the pump bay, keeping bubble agitation and happy minnows. Available in 30 and 45-gallon models, both which include free shipping, each tank includes three-stage quick-change filter, and customizable power cord. Chiller bait tanks are compact and durable, give you many years of worry-free bait keeping. For more information or to buy your last bait tank, check them out on the web, chillerbaittank.com. All right, where were we? Um, beer. Katie was enjoying this beer. so I like it. I like the design on this, too, by the way. Yes. Very artistic. It is. So... I learned that you can peel yeah, the labels like off. This. Oh, yeah, they're just peel, stickers. peel the labels you off, and they stick, stick right anywhere here. you yeah. want to stick them. That's where So you can start <laughs> collecting the labels of everything you drink and try. Yeah. I got a freezer in my garage <laughs> that's just covered in all the different labels that I've We tried. actually offer in the tap room, we are old labels that for beers that we don't make anymore or just the end of a roll or something like that. We have a big rack that you can actually go and cut your own labels off and take them home as stickers. Ooh, yeah. Good to know. So what we do when I do, like, you see the sticker splashes around the building on our water jug, things like that. I just go and literally take labels and cut them out, disassemble, and sticker splash things that way. But, yeah. 
I always love your the arts, the artistic labels you guys have. What would you say would be like one of your all time favorite labels? One or two of them, current or past? Um, well, like I said, I've only been with the company since June. Um, Drink Among Us was probably one of my favorites. It was a traditional West Coast style IPA, crisp, clean. You can see through the glass. Uh, nice pininess to it. Super bitter. Um, that was probably one of my favorites. And you know, Pink Fluffy Unicorns Dancing on Rainbows. It's just absolutely hilarious. People, you get like the manliest people come and go. I I want to get one of those unicorn things. <laughs> like Andy, you mean a pink fluffy? Oh, so good. <laughs> yes. Okay. So fluffy, I'm gonna die. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, Katie, Katie would like a pink fluffy unicorn dancing well, on yeah. rainbows. I We're think. gonna get to that because I, what I'm doing now is I'm, I'm actually opening the beers in a certain order. Okay. So okay. that way. Versus opening something that's super bitter or super sweet in the very beginning, which will wreck your palate for everything else that I'm offering to, to, for you to taste. And so, that's why we brought you here, to go through it properly. I, you know, I'm just a guy that likes beer. I can't help it. Um, so what, it we're gonna, what we're going to do next is our wedding wheat. Yeah, you got to give me an empty glass. Just, just got a message again from a second person that's at Half Brothers, and they we talked them into buying Albino Buffalo. Yes, this is working today. I hey, like this is this is good. This beer is good. Cast. I'm I'm okay with this. I mean, I uh, believe it or not, I like to drink beer. Put it in the red one and go half because I have to drive home. Y'all go half it. with the red one. There's Ubers. Thank you. Yes, there you are. can be a responsible human. Oops, it happened. Um, Perfect. So what this is? Everyone got one? Um, I'll get there. Okay. The, yeah. Hey, what do you drink? Thanks, Brad. Three, two, one, go. Peer pressure. Yeah, I, I, that's an interesting. Just gargling your coffee in the morning, huh? All right. You might like this one. Okay, like wedding wheat. Tell so us about wedding this. Wheat. Wedding wheat is a wheat-style beer. So you're going to get more of an earthiness out of it. It has a little bit of a heavier mouthfeel. Um, you almost get notes of, like, bread um, they, they tend to have a little more of a yeastiness to them, which gives you that doughiness, that breadness to them. Um, wheats are super crushable. If you think of like um, a blue moon is a Belgian style wheat. Uh, so you're going to get, sometimes you get like flavors of like banana out of them, things like that. Uh, one of those step above a lager or a golden ale, but still super easy to drink. So... Go ahead, give it a try. What do you think? It's not a shot. Jeez. <laughs> you look like you're afraid of that one. <laughs> it's all right. The coffee one is still my favorite, though. Okay. This one's all right. But like I said, it's still super light, super crushable. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, yeah, on a side note, this is actually a beer that Chad made for um, him and his wife's wedding. Uh, it's a little pretty close to the same variation, but tweaked just a little bit. But, yeah, it was a beer that he made for his wedding. I like the label on that one. It reminds me of the Blues Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and at 4.5%, you can sit back and have a few of these. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Thank you. So we're, we're, everything we've started off with, 4.5%. Um, What's the NODAC? The NODAC is another 5.3. Um, five? Whoa. Oh, we're not. Fluffy is 6. You're going to have so, to go half with Fluffy on this one. Got, you're going to want a whole Fluffy. Should have brought some uh, double trouble for her. Uh, we no. actually don't even have double trouble right now. It is gone. That's a good, nice eight percent easy that we do. <laughs> That's your, oh. most, your most potent one. Um, we actually let's see. The biggest I've seen so far is eight percent. Um, we just tapped out our Black Heart Double Black IPA. That was an eight percent. Our Double Trouble is eight percent. 
Um, afternoon squeeze that that guy's up there quite a bit too. Um, but I like this one a lot. Yeah, a it's, lot. It's super easy to drink. It's it's a good summer beer. Um, wheat beers are more of a spring to summertime. Uh, if you think of like a line and Kugels or uh, if you ever, I don't know if you guys have Widmere out here or not. I don't think you do. Um, where people, I, I'm from Seattle, so my my beer options that I've had growing up are quite amazing. Oh yeah, that's me. And uh, is that your work calling that somebody's asking silly questions because some podcast people asked them? No, <laughs> no, that is just an alarm I have for every day. Um, yeah, get home for dinner. Something like that. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm with you guys. I, I definitely like this one. Uh, usually, I've had a few wheat beers in the past, and usually when I think wheat beers, I'm preparing for that instant bite. But no, compared yeah. to other wheat beers, I've only had a couple over the years. This one is definitely the smoothest wheat yeah. beer I've another, ever had. Another good transition beer, another crushable beer. Um, you know, stays in the realm of what the style of a beer should be. That's one of the, like I said, jokes we're making. We make beer-flavored beer again. We're not just about the big, heavy-fruited sours or the big, heavy... Uh, hazies, things like that, which we do. We, we do those very well. But it's it's for me, it's fun to see being a person that's been in this beer industry as long as I have, to see traditional, basic beers coming back out again. Because everyone wants to do something crazy. Everyone wants to build the, the craziest flavors and, and the juiciest and the, the... what Just make me a beer that tastes like a beer again. And we, and we do that. And Chad and the guys in the brewery do a great job at it. So I've noticed that you guys have backed off on the fruity stuff yeah. over the past yeah. half a year or so. And I also noticed at that Happy Harry's Festival at the Alaris Center mm-hmm. that there was a lot less of them there as well. So it must yeah. be an industry-wide trend. Is it, is it a seasonal thing where fruity beers are more popular in spring, summer? Part of it. Um, I mean, realistically, a lot of it comes down to cost. Fruit prices just gone through the roof, you know, and... and to have to charge twenty two to twenty four dollars for four four sixteen ounce beers and just for the general public, um, they sell, but I, I, I sell them in the brewery better than I do in the in, out in the market. To be honest, okay. so it's just one of those things. But we're still going to do produce one or two, um, uh, probably every four to six months. We'll throw one out there, uh, but nothing, nothing crazy like we were before, um, just because they 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 sit around. Which they don't go bad. They just they take a while to sell, and and you know I know personally when I walk into a, a liquor store and I see twenty two to twenty four dollars for four beers, I'll pay that at the brewery. I have no problem with that because you're also paying for the experience. You're paying for everything that's around you. But at a grocery store, it's a little little harder to push them that way. So we do business a little bit differently, where we want you to come back ten times versus trying to get what we can out of you two times. You know, and, and that's, a, to me, I feel like that's a smarter way to do business because you build a clientele that way. You build a, a family. You build regulars that way. You know, give people a great product at a, at a reasonable price. They're going to come back. And that's the point. No one ever comes back. It doesn't matter how great your beer is if you can't sell it. Business you know. Basics 101 right there. <laughs> know, right? <laughs> Who knew you were a business teacher? No, I'm just simple, man. <laughs> I don't know to give, like, uh, I'm going to plug the heck out of Half Brothers because I like going there lately. This like last year, I've been going there more and more for just for dinner for with the family. Yeah. I like doing the pizza special there, the slice of the day, or just like slice yeah. of pepperoni of the day. With a, usually, I'll get like a try get, get a beer or just 
usually I get the, the, the classic, but now that I've tried a few more uh, this weekend than uh, last week, we tried a couple on another show. So yeah. now that I've got a better, more uh, sample of all the offerings you guys have, I'm going to have to mix it up a little bit more. <laughs> okay. Well, let me ask you this. Did you know you could ask to try something when you're in there just to see if you like it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did know that? Yep. Yeah. Because I don't think a lot of people know that. No, uh, I get a lot of people go, can I, I'm like, yeah, you can, can I taste it? Yeah, of course you can. And Some, you, sometimes it, I think I'm just like intimidated by the names sometimes, like when I'm going there, <laughs> where I'm like, well, well, well you know, well, fluffy, what, what's that going to taste like? <laughs> right. Well, it's, it's like when people, I, I like to ask the question right off the bat, what do you normally drink? You know, people go, I don't drink beer. Okay, that's not what I asked you. What I asked you was, what do you normally drink? Well, I drink whiskey. Okay, <laughs> cool. Uh, I drink vodka, so fruity stuff. Yeah, perfect. I know I, I'm going to try to go to my tap lineup and find something that's going to be in the, in the palate range that you're going to actually try to enjoy. And if you don't like it, tell me you don't like it. But that was a question of what don't you like about it? Why don't you like it? Cool. Now I know which direction to go in. Um, and, and it's... It's part of the process of what beer tenders do um, and that, that allows people to enjoy their experience versus just getting a beer, not liking it, and going, well, this sucked. And the guy behind the bar, one behind the bar, said, okay, here you go, and moved on with their day. We try not to do that. We want to match a beer with the person who enjoy it. I should mention Katie's keeping notes and Mm-hmm. Are you? Okay. I am. Yeah, I got a list. You got okay. I do. Thank you. Yeah, we'll compare this. Mm-hmm. I, I should have done the oh. same. You guys are doing your homework. It's Reference not late. We've only done three. You can well, I'm gonna say so far, it's not too late. You've liked all yeah. of them. Got a so. Yeah, right here. I gotta hide mine now because you guys looked at mine. <laughs> oh, I've been checking <laughs> it every time I write mine. Down. Like, there is no test. It's fine. Oh, it's That's fun. what you think. Because when I go, because when I go to Half Brothers, I'll know what to get. Oh, right. Okay, so what do you, Katie, want to do next? We can either do, because you guys already had the brown, so that should go in the fridge for next time when you guys just want to have a beer. Um, I have Harvester of Sour. Well, me and Dale have had a brown. Yeah, the other Katie, guys haven't. Katie and I oh, haven't had These the two aren't oh, regular. Let's, let's, let's to the script. Yeah, okay, no, let's just. I, yeah. You have wait, a wait, purpose in what we're doing here. There's a script? A, you, you, well, you brought it out and said we're going to do this in order. Okay. All right. John, John and Katie Tell, are us. guests here just like you. Okay. The last time okay. you were here, John was she here. She gave me the shot glass yeah. this time. Yeah. I know okay, I'll so drink the whole thing Okay, so explain this one now. This is the brown. Okay. I know we've had it so on the show. but this is part of our pub series. What the pub series is is those beers that taste like beer. Um, we want to keep it simple. This guy's only 4.1%. Uh, you're going to get a little bit of a nuttiness out of it. It's super crisp. It's super clean. By that, you will understand when we taste a couple of these other beers what I mean by crisp and clean. Uh, it's, it's a mouthfeel that you get from it versus something that when you take a drink of it, it lingers in your mouth. It feels heavier. Um, so, brown ale. Not a lot of people make a brown ale anymore. So, take the combination of the Nodak 23 and the Classic and add a little more flavor to it is what you're going to get out of this. So, a little bit more of a nuttiness. Oh, did I, did I get everybody? Okay. What's the name of this one again? This is our Pub Brown. We do have this in can. This is a taproom release. Um, our Pub series, we're not going to really can them anymore. Um, we tried it on this one, and it nope. was kind of like, <laughs> she's, she's nope. over there, like, I don't like this. Um, you know my Dale, answer, John. Dale's, your face said your answer. Dale's turn. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know, we're bringing up earlier about the color, people being uh, initial impressions by the color yeah. of the, so we'll oh. see how it goes here. Yeah. So, I said more, a little bit more of a bite, 
little more of a flavor. Yeah, a little bit more of a bite. Not not that bad. No. Yeah, yeah. Still a good, what we call a transition style beer. You know, it could, it could also help too that you got this nice, uh, we got this nice uh, plan of all these other beers we're doing at Promise. That could have helped ease me into it too. Yeah, you don't like that one. first one. It could be a little, no, yeah. this is actually, yeah, better than what I, I was preparing for a bit more of a bite again, but no, yeah. this is, yeah, good stuff. Um, I've had people come in before, hey, give me the last beer I had last, the, the last night or whenever I was here. And I give it to them and they go, how was I drinking this? <laughs> because I've worked your, you up to, you didn't drink the same beer every time you had a beer, you know? Like, hey, you want to try something different? If you don't like it, it's fine. But the second half always tastes better. Always. So this is where I have to say we probably should have John's dad here and not John. <laughs> <laughs> JJ would actually be in with this right now. He would carry this conversation. So I, I understand crisp and clean. Mm-hmm. Like, you take a sip of it. Not a beer guy. It's not my favorite thing. Yeah. However, comma, when you say crisp and clean, it's that way on your tongue. Yeah. Like, it's... I don't know. It's our fans almost kind of refreshing, sparkling, yeah. whatever you want to yeah. call it. But yeah, flavorful and then goes away. Yep, it's there and gone. Yeah. Should we interview our fans? Yeah. <laughs> want to come in? We have people that enjoy our what we're doing. <sighs> Definitely underage. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, I hear. You. I see you watching. So yeah, this like I said, this is one of our pub series. This guy's only four point one percent. So this is definitely something during the summertime. Um, you know, super easy to drink. Uh, a little more flavor, but nothing, nothing out of the realm of where it's going to be okay to drink. I like this one every time more, yeah. every time. And this is the third time I've had it now. Yeah, it's it's one of those that it grows on you. It, it really does. and it has. It really has. So, all right, Katie's ready for another one. Okay, yeah. this now we're going. Sweet. We're going to do a harvester of sour. Yep, harvester of sour. We're going to change glasses though. Love the name. Uh, I actually sing it oh. in my head every time I pour one. Oh, I, I'm not even kidding. Harvester sing. of Sour. Like, oh, it's the metal every, tune. Metallica. It's a metal tune. Are, are you guys excited for next month? New Metallica? Um, you know, I would like to say yes, but I, since the Black Album, I haven't really liked Metallica too much. Um, I just, I think of Metallica, I think Master of Puppets, Ride Lightning, Injustice for All. You know what I mean? Like, to me, I'm, I'm old. <laughs> so... I like them back there with back then when they had way more of an edge to them, um, in my opinion. You know, I probably have people telling me that I'm completely wrong right now and like, I should never talk like this again, but it's my opinion. And uh, just, I like old school Metallica. Wow. Newer, it's like old school corn. I'm a huge fan of old school. Dick into heavy metal or rock. Uh, did anybody hear the big news last night that Nita's back with Alice Cooper coming to Bemidji May 6th? Well, that's perfect timing for you, isn't it, my Yes, friend? sir. <laughs> hitting up Alice Cooper there at Bemidji? Well, he was in town at um, April last year. Yeah, I saw him at Alaris the, last year. And then oh. Nita Staus, the guitarist, left and went with mm-hmm. somebody. What's the last name? Strauss. Okay. Oh, yeah, she's, a, she's an acclaimed guitarist. She is oh, yeah, phenomenal. absolutely. Anyway, as la- announced last night, she's rejoining Alice for the summer. So I'm pretty excited oh, yeah. about that because she's really good. Yeah, she is. Uh, I've seen her do uh, yeah, uh, guest for uh, some WWE. Uh, she did like some guest in- instrumental performances, and, yeah, she is awesome. Sorry, Katie. thought you had a long-lost cousin there for a minute. Yeah, me too. All right. Okay. Sour. This is the sour stuff. Now this is a this is a non lactose goza style Try it with sour. Your eyes shut there is multiple you're different okay. types of sours. Okay. Multiple different. So you're gonna get a tartness out of it. This guy is uh, blueberry, raspberry, boysenberry, and strawberry. Whoa! I know it's but 
It puckered you up, though. It, it's sour. That's why. It's not because it's gross. Yeah, it doesn't taste like beer, though. No, it doesn't. It's just one of those things where people think beer is going to be, oh, it's going to be Dad's Bud Light or Bush. No, we make stuff oh. that does not taste like beer. It tastes like Sour Patch Kids, literally. Like, if you, like, melt it in the sun, yeah. it's, it, this is the sugar. Yeah. No, that's when the next one you'll get the sugar out of it because the next oh. one's a different one. But okay. so this is a Goza style. So we don't use lactose or I anything see. in this. Um, this is going to have more of a tartness to it, but you do get all those flavors uh, wound up into one. Um, this guy does come in at about 5%, so it's still totally easy to drink. Um, nothing out of the realm. So if you think of fluffy without the sweetness to it. What do you think, Dale? That's definitely a sour. I'm not. I'm not a fan of sours to tell you the truth, but I, uh, I definitely taste the sour. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've never been. Never been to the sours. It's just not up my alley. I think the lactose is what really pushed me into them. Yeah, fluffy was probably where I went first because it was on the sweeter side, so it wasn't so abrasive when it came to the sourness. But I've tasted stuff that literally, like, it gets you back in the jaw. And you're like, yeah, what? This is not good. Like, what do you think? I think it's all right. It's, it's all it's it's all right. I'll take all right. I mean, you like it? Yeah, so far it's okay. I I probably couldn't drink. This would rock at one of our sour parties. At our sour party, <laughs> this would rank. Wait, what's, this a, what's a sour party? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah describe that, please. Uh, I'm curious. This is a sour party this right now. This is totally an accident. <laughs> so, John and his wife and somebody else Ooh. used my lake place, and they left a bunch of sours behind on my kitchen counter. So I show up and find these sours and throw them in the closet because I'm like, ew. <laughs> Well, we're going to go ice fishing, and him and his wife, Stacy, show up, and I decide we're going to try these, and we're all going to suffer together. And we chilled them all down, and we just had a ball trying all these sours. And we, I think we've had three of them now. Yep. And uh, the second one, some jackass who's in the orange shirt right there. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Not to call you out or anything. Yeah, Shows up with a banana beer. Yeah. What the? F- I have never in my life before after spit a drink of beer out. It was putrid smelling. It was putrid tasting. Even the memory of it makes me ill. I, it was actually, so god awful. I, I, I actually have banana, banana bread, bread beer written gross. down to ask the question about having a Rego for you. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have on tap right now. We had a uh, Laughing Taffy series that was, we had an orange yeah. and a banana. Remember the old knock-knock jokes on the on the, the Laughing Taffies? That's where this idea came from one day. Um, and we happened to find a six-barrel floating around in my, my cooler downstairs that is a mixture of banana and orange together. I have five and a half gallons of it. Once it's gone, it's gone. It'll never be in existence again unless magic happens. But... It starts off orange and finishes banana. If you like it, come to the tap room, try it out. It's it's there's no sticker on the handle. It's I don't have a label for it. It's just one of those things that just kinda happened to show up and we're selling it. So it's all word to mouth on that guy getting getting sold. So if you like banana, it's another sour. What's um, that one called again? It's laughing taffy. Laughing. Yes. Sounds good. It is quite delicious. The banana um, sold out re- <laughs> I wanted to hate that beer so bad. I you wanted, wanted to hate it? I wanted to hate it. Oh, I thought you said you wanted to hate the beer. No, I wanted to hate it because I hated banana Laffy Taffies. 
Hated them. But I tasted it, and I was just like, I was almost mad. I was like, it's good. Well, I'm going to be honest here that I chose not to even try it because of that thing he brought to my lake place a few years ago. (laughs) It was just so wrong. Yeah. But that being said, we had our third one, and our friend Tom Lom was with us that night. And we're pouring them around. And then about the second one, maybe the third one, big six-foot-five bearded dude. Okay. What the hell's wrong with you people? And he got up and laughed. (laughs) (laughs) That was the same day we had the the Pocky super hot chips, the bag of them sitting there. And every time somebody would walk by, they'd reach their hand in and grab a couple of chips and then yell at us. Except for Jason. He took a whole handful (laughs) and shoved them down his gullet, and then he was dying. That sounds horrible. Those Pocky chips, I've had them. The ones you get at the gas stations or stores in town, the big bag of Pocky chips, those are actually tamer than the one-chip challenge. They're way tamer than the one-chip challenge. Yeah, Yeah, no, that sounds horrible. Have you guys done that yet? Yes, we have. I I have. I thought there was... Tell us about it. Live. Oh, I was sitting under the faucet for an hour and a half back there. You're supposed to use milk, not water. We did. We did use milk, mm-hmm. yeah. I still was under the sink. Yeah, and you only had like a quarter of a chip. Yeah. Dale and Paul had like half a chip. She I deals had with her bit. spicy chips like she deals with her beers. <laughs> I guess. You're going to finish. I cannot wait for that next one. Oh, you're going to finish that You're going to finish that one. It's sour. Well, it's, it's, it's a sour it's beer. It's a sour it's beer. It's very, very sour. But it's a non-beer tasting beer. Did you say it's very, very sour? It's sour. That's because of all the berries in it. Yep. Yeah. Berry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, what I'm do you excited. got next? Next. Yes. Pink fluffy unicorns dancing on rainbow. Blueberry lemonade sour with lactose. John, hold now, that for, can up. So for, the, can. for the people that don't know what lactose does for a beer, lactose is a unfermentable sugar. So oh, we sour. add it to a beer. That's Harvester. That's Harvester. Oh, which yeah, one? This one. Right Fluffy. Here. Oh, here it is. That one's full. This is why I came back today. Yeah, I brought you that for you. That's that's yours. You're taking that home with you. Okay? Might have to fight Katie over it after this. Oh, I okay. Win. It's already on. Yeah, okay. it's all yours. I need two more. Oh. Yeah. I, you know, I got need my little shot glass over no, there. No, we don't want that, that glass that had brown oh, stuff in it. No, yeah, we do. Oh, should I get another? I can't drink, though. Like. How much alcohol Whose is that? Whose glass is that one? That's t- I'm not going to drink Things all that. Things that are over. I'm not going to drink no, all No, no, I'm giving her a little one. This Challenge. Is, I need a little one. Challenge. Here, that's, that's Yeah, that's good. I mean, I don't know how you taste it and know if you like it or not after one sip. Yeah, but that's a lot. It's all right, lot. here you go. Okay, taste it. What do you think? Love it or hate it? It's Please a little less. Hate it because I love it. Well, yeah, it's a little less sour than the Sour Patch one, so... It's more drinkable. Now try it again. Give it a fair shot. Oh, yeah. The first drink shocks your palate. The second one, you actually taste it. It's sweet. Yeah, that's that's uh, unfermentable sugar in there. So anything that has lactose in it is going to be on that sweeter side. Mm -hmm. Dale, you look a little um, confused. No, yeah, at first I was preparing for more sour there, but no, this is actually a bit smoother than the harvester mm-hmm. yeah. The harvester there. So, yeah, this one uh, definitely, for just a hint of sour, but not as much mm-hmm. of a punch as that last, uh, as the harvester, yeah, this is uh, the fluffy I give a recommendation to. So, yeah. Well, good. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. And I don't even need to try it to say I, no, I, I'm uh, a full for it. I've, I've had a few of these in my day. And I, um, like John held up to the camera, I love the label for that oh, that's one. That's a great <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Oh. Yes, yes. Heck, yeah. um, <laughs> if the unicorn got any fluffier it would not have a head or feet at that point in time 
The um, only thing I have to say about this beer is it's got a stupid name, but damn, is it a good beer. It, you know, it was, from what I understand, it was supposed to be a beer that was a one-time make it, be done, just one time, and it is now one of our staples that we have online all the time. Um, it's becoming one of our popular beers, um, you know, which all of our beers are popular, but this one, I've seen this show up and people buy this without even hesitating. They, they, the fluffy is amazing. Well, you know who's had it because they'll either say fluffy unicorn or I just say unicorn and everybody knows. So give me, give me that unicorn thing. All right. Um, but yeah, it's one of those fun ones that we do that, that. People love and um, you know, unfortunately for people who can't have lactose, which it sucks. But it's a uh, it's a great beer. It's a solid beer. It comes in at six percent. So the downfall of that is when you open up the second or third can, you're it's it's going to sneak up on you. This, this one may be a sipper then, not a rush through it. Oh <laughs> no, sir! In the summertime, this thing goes down <laughs> real good. Get your funnel out, yep. right? Yep. And then you follow it up with like a, a ultra or something like that. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> well, when you're camping, you can't drink six to nine percent beers. No. All day long, and stay sure aw- and stay awake. It's just a short all day, day long. <laughs> <laughs> And then you're opening that pickle rickle the next morning and putting uh, tomato juice in it. It happens. Mm. So do you get do you get customers asking the most about this one because they probably see the label and go, "Wait, what's up with that beer?" I do, I do. Um, it's one of those that just the name is so outlandish that people want to taste it because they're like, "What does the pink fluffy unicorn taste like?" It tastes just like this. It's sweet. It's, it actually it's, does taste like the label, a pink fluffy unicorn. Yeah. yeah. It actually and does. If, if you ever want to wonder, it's, it's, it's true. It's dancing on a rainbow. Mm-hmm. It is. So this is probably going to be your favorite last beer. Because the yeah, next you're, one. You have to go with the, My cheeks are starting to get roses, so you have to go with that one. Well, the classic, you've, it's, I brought those just for people to drink. But this one, um, <laughs> this is my favorite. This is what I like to drink. This is what I enjoy drinking. This guy comes in at about 5.5% or so. It is a... More of a West Coast style pale ale. So when this day and age, when you see um, IPAs, things like that, you can't see through the glass. It's hazy. It's thick. It's darker. It's just use that one. Oh no, we're getting new glasses for this. <laughs> we're getting new. I bought. A he came prepared. I much more prepared than I was last time. Show prep. Um, I know, right? You like that? Uh, so this is more of a West Coast style. So when it comes to IPAs or pale ales, there's West Coast and East Coast. Um, there's hazies, uh, which are more of that East Coast style of a beer, um, where when you brew the beer, you go for more of the hops with the flavor of them versus the bitteringness of them. Now, this goes more towards the bittering of the world. Okay, I have a question. Um, yes. We keep saying West Coast and East Coast. Okay. So obviously it was originated one or the Not other. Yes. And so 15 years ago, a West Coast IPA, when I started learning about beer, it was crisp, it was clean, and you could see through it, uh, and it was really, really bitter. That's what you got. <laughs> there was no, you've had our morning squeeze, which is a yep. hazy, our double trouble is a hazy. that oh, has more of those citrus nodes and things like that. 
we that's no problem. And, oh, and and laughing my, at some at Katie. Hey, John. In, yeah. <laughs> in my world, they're um, passing notes, bunk teacher. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Did you bring enough for everybody? Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, oh. I know, right? I know. I'm right about the note. This is a very powerful aroma. It is. It's bad. It is. I don't want to. It smells just like what you think it smells like, because those two plants derive from the same plant family. Um, You'll get people to go, "Wow, that smells like danky." Yeah. Do this. Yeah. Okay, John. Um, Just hey, do this. Plug your nose. You won't. This is what I love. Yeah. This is my favorite. You oh. like uh, this? Oh, this is yeah. awesome. Oh, you have yeah. your senses? Would, is, would you, even, oh. would you, would you, you know? recommend starting with this one or just no. like save it, build it's up like to a it? dandelion. I can this see is... why you'd go with this one last, just going by the smell. No. <laughs> no. No. No, I'm sorry. Are you not a goose egg? She is. I do not like the. I just like. Ugh. Now I should have. What I should have done is I should have brought uh, morning squeeze so you could taste a hazy IPA at that point Ooh. in time because those are going to be more. I, like I seriously have people that ask me for like, Dude, what do you have this like Blue Moon? And I hand them a hazy IPA and they're like, Wow, this is good. What is it? I'm like, It's a hazy IPA and they go, Oh, it's an IPA. I don't drink IPAs. I'm like, You are now. <laughs> you know. Um, but this is like I said, more in the West Coast style. Where the bitterness of the hops shine, it's crisp, it's clean, it finishes nicely, and then that hop just hangs out. I didn't get out the reaction out of you I was expecting. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. Are We're you, on the same page. Dale. Are you, are you warming up to beer finally? No. No, I'm not. You'll hesitate next time I say that. Oh, yeah. well, that got Dale. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jeremy. <laughs> no, don't, don't be sorry. Oh, I need water Oh man! No, no. This this reminds me of a. Like, I don't need a crisp beer. After. Oh man! It's my turn. That's why you have Ooh. a palate cleansing beer. That's why I have two cans of plastic sitting here. Ooh. Hey, I mean, cheers, sir. Yeah, I see. Your, I, I respect the the plan and, and like just yeah. That's powerful. That is very very powerful. A lot of bite. I'm, yeah. And that's why when people come and go, just give me what you drink. No, <laughs> we don't you know, play this game. <laughs> this is this is something that I'm warming up to. Really? I just love the smell of hops. And so, I didn't really understand IPA until a couple years ago yeah. of what it actually was. Now, am I going to drink a bunch of these? Absolutely not. Oh, I'll, I'll smash this all day long. <laughs> all day long. I'm not going to do that, but I will My enjoy idea of smash this a couple of yours are too different. <laughs> yeah, same. Mine involves a truck driving over it, and yours, you're putting it in UI. Um,. No, actually, I have a joke. Uh, me and my wife, we first love uh, love at first IPA. There's a turn of events of us going to hang out for the very first time. She asked me if I want to get a pitcher of beer, and I said, "Oh, it depends on what you're getting." And she goes, "Bell's too hearted," and I perked up and went, "Okay, we can be friends." And then she goes, "You want to do shots?" I said, "I trust you." <laughs> and our our daughter turns nine next month, so we it's been a while. Um, but yeah, so that was that was finding the person that enjoys an IPA. Now, they're not for everybody. They are not for everybody. Like, and as you've tasted throughout this spectrum of beers that I brought for you guys, there's beers that you like, there's beers that you don't. And there's perfectly fine if you find beers you don't like. But now you know what you don't like. And what's the name of this one again? This is our Pub Pale Ale. Pub Pale I just call it Black Bottle. Black Bottle. <laughs> the Black Bottle. Well, That's we don't... Right. Okay, so this isn't canned. Uh, side note, this is only taproom release only. And would you believe this sells extremely well in our taproom? We're not canning it. 
You can only get it in the tap room. So if you want to try this pale ale, uh, a more of a traditional style, what a pale ale should be at 5.5%, you have to come to the tap room to enjoy it. Um, and being at 5.5%, you can have two or three of them. Where you get some of these, like the ones that I like, are up in that like seven two to seven five range. One or two of those, and you're like, okay, I gotta go. So uh, another one of our pub series that we we've started doing. Now I see you brought that in a growler. Um, can you purchase? I see this being a more popular thing with uh, more taverns or just like kind of local uh, tap breweries. <laughs> is you could actually get growlers and get them refilled there, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, How does that work? So we growlers are. Something that a lot of people do that they don't. I'm sorry, I, I'll, I'll drink all of this. I <laughs> you guys can. Then, there's another can of fluffy. There's a couple of these. I brought it for myself. Um, hey, you can hey, feel. Hey, hey, I'm what? sitting right here. Well, you can drink some too. I got a little more here. Um, so growlers are one of those things that I try to push people away from. And in our brewery, I will fill them. But and the reason why is because we can everything. Now, the problems with Growler is they let light in. Light and oxygen kill beer. They will oxidize the beer. They make it go skunky is what people call it. Um, the problems with Growler is, is like this one, this is a, a technically a Crowler size. It's, it's a half gallon, so there's two beers in it. Where the actual Growlers are 64, uh, 64 ounces that comes with a full gallon, so there's going to be four pints in it. Once you open it, you, have, you, you need to drink it. You can't put the cap back on and go finish it tomorrow. If you I do, it's going to be problem. flat. It's going to be flat. It's going to be, well, it's not the quality of beer that you're going to get off of your first beer you pour out of it. Now, when you buy a four-pack of beer, your first beer tastes just like your last beer. And that's the point. Is You want to be able to enjoy every one of your beers the same way you would in the tap room pouring yourself a beer. So as because we can things, I like to try to push people towards the four-packs. It's the same amount of beer. It's a better vessel. doesn't let light in. Um, our canning system, we do a CO2 blast in all of our cans, so it, it, there should be very little to almost no out, or oxygen in the cans to oxidize them. Um, and you just get a better product that way. And the fun one is people go, well, I don't like, I, I could taste the metal. Uh-huh. Do you know the kegs they go into are metal? <laughs> if you're well, at 17 North 3rd Street, look behind the bar and you'll see those <laughs> kegs. That every, well, those are the fermenters. So which are? <laughs> no, not metal. those. The stack of kegs to the left. Oh, there. yeah. Those. those. Well, we got new cans so, in. Our cans are all going black now. So with our with well, our I was label, talking about the kegs because last time I was in there, they had. Uh, the last time stack, I was in there, they had stacks stack of kegs. It's, a, it's an endless Why? cycle of kegs coming in and kegs going mm-hmm. out. Um, those are most likely us getting dropped off, probably 10 pallets of kegs that need to be cleaned and filled full of beer and sent back out to the market. So how many kegs come in and out on an average week or month? What's, what are you guys doing there? I mean, what's what's a production like, a production week? You know, I brothers like? I don't deal with a lot of the production. Okay. Uh, I take care of the tap room and the restaurant side of it. Yep. Um, at this point in time, I can say we usually can probably twice, at least twice a week. At this point in time, um, when summer comes, it'll probably get ramped up some. Uh, we do carry, what is it, eight 10-barrel fermenters and two 20-barrel fermenters. So a keg, a, a half-barrel, is 15 and a half gallons. Correct. So each one of these fermenters, the 10 barrels, will fit technically 20 kegs in it. Um, when we can off of those, I think we do roughly 70 cases of cans, and the rest all goes in the kegs. Uh, I know that I'm allotted 
usually four to five kegs of each thing in the tap room, depending on what it is. Depends on how fast it goes. I like to try to go through um, four or five kegs. One a week would be nice. Is nice. You know, on the weekends, we're popping kegs left and right. Uh, one week, my keg cooler would be completely full. The next week, I'm like, I need beer again. <laughs> um, in cans, is it always a constant ordering them from the brewery. Yeah. Um, we try to separate the tap room and the brewery side of things. That way, when I need cans or things like that, I actually make an order for the brewery to, to take what I need. Um, I also double-check with Chad to see um, if he has things out there in the market that I don't know that aren't in our system yet for me to see if he's selling. So it's, it's, I mean, realistically about a keg a week of each thing we go through and I got 20 different kegs or 20 different, 21 different beers on tap right now. So some beers move faster than others. Um, If you do the mistake of putting too many of the same flavor or style on, then they sit around a little bit longer. So it's a constant juggle and battle. Um, and there's stuff that's going out to distribution that we bring back because, like, well, I'm out of it in the tap room. I need it. So we'll bring it back um, from our distributor to sell it in the tap room. Okay. So I got one more question talking about the pale ale. Yeah. EPA versus IPA. Um, it's a different, more than just a difference of letters. You know, I am not – I haven't had enough experience, I guess, with EPAs. Okay. Um, IPAs, EPAs. To me, when I go out, I've had a few EPAs, um, and they're kind of, to me, in the same flavor range. Uh, I like to try to go off a beer versus, uh, flavor versus what they say it's going to be. Uh, It's kind of like when you order a sample from me, and they go, what is this? I say, it's beer, taste it. (laughs) And they look at me and go, well, I'm like, taste it. Because if I tell you what it is, you're going to get an accept, you know, a conception in your head what you think it's going to be. So, but yeah, that one, I'm not sure what... The actual difference between the two are okay so this is turning into everything i hoped i mean very educational not necessarily a catfish show but hey we're learning it's stuff me, i didn't know it's making me feel like i actually know something well you do because clearly you're making a guy like me understand what i'm hearing so you know after 25 years of being in this industry i never thought that this would be my career to Look. hey you're gonna go drink beer and talk about beer have fun all right so <laughs> if, if we're asking questions and learning stuff now okay. i got another beer question so you talked about soaking beer and coffee twice now tonight, right? Yep. How, what's the process of soaking in coffee? What else do you soak beer in? It, it is, there's got to be more than just coffee. Um, anything you can you can soak beer. Okay, so once after you brewed it, um, you made your mash, you boiled it, you added your everything you need to add to it. It goes into fermentation. Um, when we cold crash it to stop the fermentation process is when we add flavor to it, whether it's um, fruit or coffee or anything like that. Um, what we do is we actually take the coffee, put it in bags, like mesh bags, and we throw it in the fermenter, and it just sits there. And as it sits there, that coffee flavor, you know, as you steep something pretty much, yeah. but it, it's cold, so it, mm-hmm. that's where the flavor comes from. So we, we actually use whole coffee beans when we do this. Um, so that's when you get a lot of your flavor. Uh, there's, there's multiple different ways to get flavor. You can do it during the boil. You can do it during uh, cold crashing. You can do it during fermentation, things like that. And these are whole beans that we're using? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're not grinding it up or anything. No. We're using whole beans. Um, I'm not sure how many pounds of beans we put into each 10-barrel batch. Um, like I said, that's as time goes on, I would like to know more about the brewery yeah. side of things. But we're, we're just we're getting there. 
I'm getting there, I should say. That's good. Katie. Huh? Huh? Really? Yes. <laughs> I am sending a picture. You want I'm sending a picture of my of there. the table to my friend on Snapchat. Alright. <laughs> so I'm advertising. I like advertising. Technically. I like advertising. Well that's what we're this doing. This is going here. to Florida. I was hoping Chad was gonna join us, but he was busy out of town. Oh, what's this one? Yeah, he uh Pretty fluffy unicorn he, dancing he, on a Again. God. Keep the yeah. ball rolling. Yes. So He's so uh, a man that wears many hats. He wears many hats. Need top? Oh okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, I do get to see him every yeah, now and then uh, at work, and then sometimes when we're we live in kind of the same area, so we we have at each other when we pass each other. We've crossed the hour mark already, so I think we're going to start wrapping it up. Um, Let's do it. I want to thank you for coming in and explaining this to us. I oh hope, yeah, I hope the listeners liked it as much as we did. I think maybe we need a season of beer casting next season, and just do it right down at the tap house. That'd be way fun. We too. could do that. I got the whole entire basement area. A lot, a lot of people know what we have down there. I'll just do it right in the tap room. We can have guests as we, do, we roll. We can do it in the tap room. We can do it back <laughs> in the brewery. As long as we, uh, Z's not back there doing stuff, yeah, that's not a problem. We'll uh, have to discuss that in the off-season. So overall, Miss Producer Katie I'm with still, her nose turned up. I'm still smelling this one. I'm going to make a TikTok collage of all my faces. What would be your favorite what? of the day? So did you like yeah. one? What did you like? Let's hear your list. Let's hear it. Then we're going to hear yours. You're all we're going to oh, get yeah, there. I can go first. If all you right. Get there. Yes. Coffee one. Number one. Okay. Then I would suggest trying the Holy Brew Coffee Brown Ale next. Okay. Good to know. We don't have that one here, but I don't good to know. go down there. I ever go down there. Um, I did have Sour Patch as yes, but then once I tasted the unicorn one. Harvester of Sour. So we we have a sour gummy series also, yeah. which is mm-hmm. different. It's another Goza style, um, but which is what the Harvester Sour is. That style, more of a tartness, less, less of a sweetness to it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so we do have another series. Okay, carry on. So technically just the only yeses were the coffee and the unicorn one. I okay. did. I moved the Sour Patch one to the no. Sure. The rest of them were no's, unfortunately. Don't be unfortunate. What did you learn tonight? I learned what I like and what I don't like. I go. don't like sour stuff. You missed um, one. I, I you like learned to stuff. try stuff. Yeah. I don't do that enough. So next time you come in, I want you to come in and try our morning dreams. Oh. I like it dreams is, a It lot. is a dream or is a uh, creamsicle-inspired <gasps> lactose <gasps> sour. I also have a non-alcoholic version of it. I have those it. at home. <laughs> Cream I do. Sickles. Yeah, I yeah. do. We also have a non-alcoholic version called Nomosa. I've seen that. Yeah. I haven't grabbed it yet. It's I've really seen good. It a few times. You now. can't tell the difference. If I pour one in each glass, you won't know which one's which. For a mimosa and a nomosa? Uh, from the, the yeah, from the morning dreams and the nomosa, yeah. Right, was that the one you brought in that one week that was non alcoholic? Yes. Yeah, yep. Okay, yeah. yep. We had it you on the show. You can't tell. And you can spike it if you want, huh? Yeah, you can do whatever you want. I like it. Once Dale. you take it out of my tap room, I don't, you can do whatever you want. With Dale, it. let's hear what you. Yeah, what yeah. Well, what did for, you like? For my top picks, I, I kind of put uh, for the top four, I got Pub Brown. I made sure to put in parentheses after a couple. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that was the one we built up a little bit towards yeah, there. Yeah. But I really I dug that uh, more than I thought I would. Wedding wheat was, again, another one better than I thought it would be because it's like I referenced it was like I'm not used to wheat, wheat beers being that smooth. Yeah. And then the top two, I put the, what's the proper name of this coffee when we tried again? The coffee would be albino, albino buffalo. Albino, okay, yeah. I'll write that Yeah, that would be my second favorite, and then the favorite, yeah, the Nodak. Yeah. Nodak? Really? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, Nodak's my. I, I gave that the perfect ten. Cool. Hey, we got a perfect one today. A perfect ten. I like it. You know what? I just try for okay and good. I got one question before <laughs> we go off. So yeah. I like strawberries. You have like any like strawberry drinks? Um, I have a couple okay. seltzers right now. 
I do have a strawberry okay. lemonade flavor. I also have a black cherry flavor, a okay. blue raspberry lime flavor, uh, black cherry. Okay. So a side note real quick. What's kind of cool about that is the fact that we take our one of our beers that we make. That's how we get our Nomosa and our Nope, which are our NAs. We take it to a company. They separate the ethanol out of it. We turn around, take the ethanol, and we make seltzer out of it. So I have a bunch of kegs of just plain, no-flavored seltzer. Then we add flavors to what you do. So we actually take one beer, and right now I got five different flavors. So we make, what, six Six different items out of one beer, which is kind of neat to be able to utilize that. So if you do like non-alcoholic stuff, we have that. Or seltzers, we do have those on uh, available at the taproom also. Okay, good to know. I, uh, I vote we do a seltzer day someday. Please. You have yeah. to do that at the taproom. Yeah, right. I love no, seltzers. We're, let's I go have, to the taproom. Yeah. I have seltzers Katie's back in. there right now. Well, I mean, well, we, I don't let's do this right. <laughs> Does Paul let you take the remote gear by yourself, Dale? <laughs> I, I've done it a couple times. Yeah, we can invite Paul if yeah. we need to. We don't can we, our we, seltzer. We, we'll, we'll figure it out. That yeah. might end up being our last show of the season. We talk to Paul, figure things out here. That might be our last show of the season. Yeah? Yeah, weekends are gone for this guy for the next Come eight on. months. I wish I had that problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know you don't, you're not a beer fan, but let's hear it. All right. Uh, not a beer fan. Uh, let's talk about some pink fluffy unicorn dancing on a rainbow. Again, aces. Like, like, great. Harvester Sour second, of course, for me. Uh, the albino buffalo surprised me. Love the aroma when you poured it. Uh, Decent flavor for a coffee. It still tastes like beer to me, but up there, yeah. I uh, I cool. probably will buy that for somebody to give somebody or, cool. or split out at some point. Uh, Nodak 23, brown ale, wedding wheat uh, was a little surprising yeah. to me, too. Um, I really thought that I was going to turn my nose up at that one, and I, I tasted it, and it, it wasn't as bad as... And then uh, pub pale ale. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I can eat dandelions anytime I'd like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yes. What? It tastes like you're eating dandelion. dandelion? Have you never ate a dandelion? They're edible. Wait, the one, the black one? Yeah, oh in, my in, God. The, in the jar. Oh, it tasted like bleach to me. <laughs> tasted like what was that? Oh. That's my comparison. Get out. I'm okay. interesting. That's interesting to hear your comparison. Yeah. Get out. You're done. What was your analogy there again? <laughs> Go back and rewatch it. Oh, my gosh. Keep going. If I had a feeling, it would have been hurt. <laughs> he said daddy lions. It's you, you want to try it again? That's organic I've got, at I've least. I've got a little bit left. I'm good. You gave me this. Still That's trying to work pink. on this. Ooh. All right, well I'm gonna skip to me. Yeah. Um I would say of all the ones here, unicorns. Yep. I of all the ones here, I would say my least favorite, and we haven't even opened it yet, is classic. And that's just because I like all of the different flavors. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying I don't like classic. I just think we can do better with all the different options yeah. that we have. Yeah. Most definitely. And well, you've already expressed pretty well that you like the... Oh, the one that all of you guys are like, no. No, I I'm hey. like, yes. So this is why, like I said, when people come in and go, just give me what you drink, I say no. Because it tastes like dandelions. Hey, at least it's organic. Touche. Bleach is not. <laughs> so I'm not sure if you're invited back for this. Next <laughs> probably time. not. I I need to. Yeah. Probably not. Producer. Uh, I'm bad. Producer Katie. I'm not is a beer. Now I'm like John. I'm not a beer. X. 
producer. Oh, Katie. no. <laughs> Look, that's so, why she's not producing this season. Did you like I'm working busy with us? Did you like it? Because it's over. <laughs> you know, one, one last thing we should make sure to give you a hearty plug to is I kind of referenced it a little bit earlier, but for people not familiar with Half Brothers, you got a ton of food options. Besides oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That's exactly I was going to bring that up that yeah. don't forget to go down there and try the pizza, the bread, pretzel sticks, the. Pizza rolls. Uh, we not, make not all of our dough in house. Uh, we make our own sauces. Yeah, pizza by the slice. Oh. Five seventy five for a cheese or pepperoni. We what we or seven seventy five for a specialty. What we do is we take a twenty inch pizza and we cut it into four pieces. So you get you get literally a quarter of a twenty inch pizza for five seventy five for either pepperoni or cheese or a specialty. Yeah, wow. it's 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 ridiculous. Um, Hold it steady. Oh, look I love that. it when I love it when people go, oh, "Give me two slices." I'm like, ah, "How hungry <laughs> are you?" That's good. Um, but yeah, we make our own dough, our own sauces. We do wings, we do nachos. Um, yeah, just yeah, like I said, my favorite thing in there is pizza. So the the pretzels are really good, but the yep. pizza rolls. Yeah. Outstanding. Yeah. You, you, you got to go have pizza rolls. Oh yes. I yeah. Love it. It's like a cinnamon roll, but pizza. Yeah, even Pe- better. Pepperoni, pepperoncinis, mozzarella rolled up in a, as a cinnamon roll style. Love the pretzel yeah. bites. Oh. Yeah, yeah. ranch pretzel bites all the way. Uh, for me. You got to try our beer cheese, homemade beer cheese from scratch. Our classic golden you ale. Beer cheese? Yes, um, that's what comes with the pretzels. I love. Beer we actually cheese. use our classic golden ale inside of our uh, beer cheese that we make. So yeah, if you haven't eaten there, come down, try something. You know, we don't have a huge menu. We have a, a, a very small menu, but I like to think we do a, a pretty darn good job of doing what we do. This is where I add in anyone fishing with me here in 2023 will be getting a Half Brothers gift card to go down before their trip and try all the yes. food, beverage, and everything else. And you'll get to see my bearded friend here. You are on camera, so anytime I fish with you, this is a great deal. You're not a paid customer. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) There is some restrictions apply. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I want to thank everybody. I want to thank you for coming in and explaining this to us. I want to thank you for coming in and being a good sport. Thanks. Dale, it's been a pleasure because you're always... Working over here and not sitting in the show, except for our gear show yeah. that's coming up soon. Gear show coming up, good one there. <laughs> and then there's you. And then there's me. I don't know what this thing is. Ex producer Katie. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. No, yeah. it's fine. Uh, I'm just proud that you tasted new stuff. I did. And for I've, I don't like coffee, but I really like that one. I'm not going to lie. I might have to have more. I, that one surprised me. The albino? It did, right from the start. Because it's like coffee and beer. I was like, it, how is that going to like here, taste Brad. good? You're looking for and it does. Like I like it. It's like warm, has like a warm taste to it. So okay. is that what you consider smooth? Albino yes. buffalo. Okay. Yeah. Or I, I That's what that, you mean by I consider smooth. that crisp and clean. Okay. Um, like how this last one is really hoppy, really bitter. How yeah. it hangs out. It doesn't uh, finish it clean. I think the albino it, buffalo is on the wall. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to put it up yeah. there. I'll peel it for you. You should probably go ahead and peel that. I mean, that uh, yes. you know, incorporate that label into the production side of the world here, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All yeah. right, everybody. I'm going to wrap it up. We're going to talk to our friends at Muskox Snowblowers, and we are going to come back and call it an episode. No 
with a skid steer, you've got to see the muskox difference. A patented back drag feature allows operators to blow snow while back dragging in front of obstructions. You know, garage doors, siding, and fire hydrants. Now this saves time and money while lowering injury risk by decreasing manual labor. The optional dual auger, called the dually, helps the operator eat through big snowfalls, ice-crusted snow, and blow more snow while back dragging. And the glide plate, it allows you to glide over grass and gravel without ripping up the soft surfaces. Subsequently, create an instant torque of the lower cutting edge to break up snow and ice to better expose hard surfaces. See the muskox difference. Go to muskox.com or Facebook at muskox snowblowers or call 218-288-1905. See the difference for yourself. It's the muskox difference. With that, I want to thank once again producer ex-producer Katie for coming in. Thank you. My friend John Falk for being a good sport. Thanks, Our sir. friend Jeremy for taking an hour out of his day and coming over here and hanging with us My to explain what they do at Half Brothers. And, of course, Dale, who's behind the board now. And between now and next week, be sure to check out all shows on Grand Forks Best Source. Check them out at gfbestsource.com. Any old Catfish Best Source are available at redrivercatfish.com. Just click the podcast button or go to Podbean and find the audio files under Catfish Best Source. If you'd like to fish with me or look up more information, go to redrivercatfish.com. Find me under Brad Derrick Outdoors at Facebook and Instagram. Until next week, I am your host, Brad Derrick. What, John? I was going to say, you probably should talk about the Drayton Dam really quick. Late. I was going to okay, say. Okay, so we end kidding. the show. A little catfish in here, real quick. <laughs> time out! Okay. Time out! <laughs> Red River changed this last week. Uh, the Drayton Dam got pulled out, and you got to run up there and see it. Can you? Yeah, they run started that down? taking out the famous Drayton Dam. We're not sure what it's going to mean for catfishing in the future. It should be good for Grand Forks, should be good for Fargo. I don't know that it's necessarily going to change much for boat fishing in Drayton, but it is an end of an era. Yeah. So check out Brad's Facebook. He's got a, a couple of posts on that. All right, game on. Roll the beautiful music.